Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Hey, potential podcast listeners. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, then our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions, plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash potential. That's betterhelp.com slash potential. Once again, that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash potential. Take charge of your mental health with better help. And remember, know your potential. Talking all things entertainment, pop culture, and nerdum, this is The Potential Podcast. Hello and welcome back to The Potential Podcast. It's me, your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host and summer-loving pal, Taylor Sokol. We wanted to do something special today. You know, we've been dishing out these new episodes every other week here on Season 3, and we thought, you know, what would be kind of fun is we've had all these great guests on so far. We have some more guests planned for the rest of the season, but it is the summer, and after the effects of COVID that kind of uh, took an effect on some summer plans the last few years we thought let's do an episode on summer fun you know i think you and i taylor we're big fans of the summer we love a lot of the summer activities both past present 
after, you know. Yeah, even every time we start our summer uh, episode in the summer podcast, oh, it's the summertime, Taylor, and what does that come to mind? And I think I was like, well, I mean, there's more to life than just movies, so it's nice to take a break of the pop culture and entertainment and baloo, uh, as they say. But, um, yeah, I mean, you think you and I, I think between the two of us, we could talk for hours and hours about summer. We won't do that, but I think it's kind of cool. I think I think you agree. You and I agree. There's a lot of great seasons, a lot of great times of the year, but in particular, you and I. I think part of it because we are born in the summer. We have a special kinship with this time of the year. Yeah, I think definitely for me, growing up as a kid, what was so interesting was my birthday was my birthday is August 24th, and my birthday usually kind of marked like the summer was ending typically school was going to start so, a week or so two sad later sounding. <laughs> so kind of sad a little bit but you know i'm also a big fan of the fall but i remember like my last year of college the first day of school was my birthday so that was even like summer officially is over the first day of school was my birthday uh, <laughs> you know a lot of schools now also do august through uh may instead of a uh, september through june but uh I think, I mean, you could talk about this too, uh, being a a June birthday. There always is that feeling that like, once your birthday passes, it's going to take forever for the next time it comes around. You know, you always kind of thinking, oh gosh, it's going to be a whole nother 12 months. But then once you start to feel summer kicking in, you're like, oh, it's not going to be too long until my birthday. And especially for you being June comes much quicker you know than mine in, in terms of just the summer but you know what i'm talking about it kind of i had the opposite effect i mean yours is like oh it's sad you know <laughs> my birthday starts school began for me it's like oh I look forward to it more reasons than one when i was in my youth school was ending and then my my birthday was coming up and i think no matter how you celebrate your birthday i think something about celebrating your birthday in the summer was so much more special and you growing up where it's nice pretty much year-round in california for me, it was especially exciting because, you know, growing up on the East Coast, summer and living by the water, that was just something that made it more magical and exciting. Um, but yeah, I, I just, having the summer birthday was so special, especially growing up because the, there was a lot of traditions, there were a lot of things to look forward to, not just the summer weather, um, but to actually enjoy a birthday and not have to worry about school. Because I think we're at least lucky enough that when you have a summer birthday, you can have it even on a Tuesday and you can have fun where if it's school, school week, it's like you look more forward to the weekend birthdays. Yeah. No homework. No. Uh, oh, now you have to get to actually what you need to do. You know? Yeah. For many of my birthdays uh, in my youth were a lot of them were theme park based uh, unless it was a birthday party. Like I've had fond memories of, you know, Disney days or uh, Knott's Berry farm or maybe six flags. And, you know, even though it's hot, there's just something fun about it. it's your birthday, the special attention, you know, you get a little pin or something going around, maybe get some free stuff. Uh, and it always felt fun when you could get you know, a group of you know your friends to go with you too, or maybe to go see a movie that was coming out or to go to an arcade or like, you or know, have a sleepover. the sleepovers are going to look like there's, you know, something of that nature that was really fun. And yes, the low stress of you have no, you have no homework or no studying you have to get to unless you had uh, one of those teachers that was like, for next year, you have to read this book over the summer. War and Peace was uh, one that I had to do one time. <laughs> wow. Back in, back in high school, I remember we had... We, we had oh, I thought AP you were to say like, oh, when I was in second grade, War and Peace. Oh, yeah. Kind of school you well, she was, she was tough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I want to talk about, you know, speaking of our youth, 
were there any big uh whether they were you know constant or maybe special one time two time uh any trips that were really a big part of your summer vacation uh, i have something to come to mind i want you to go first taylor anything that was maybe you know specific to where you would go or you know a certain place you'd go off and you know summer to summer what are some fond memories of of trips you would take outside of your hometown well first of all, my birthday having a summer the exciting part of having that is uh, being an East Coast boy, we love seafood, in particular Maryland blue crab. So we had a crab Ooh. feast uh, for every year of my birthday growing up because you could get fresh crab. So that was the exciting thing. Like, I don't care about the cake, the presents, I care about the crab. Um, but in the summer, some of my fondest memories growing up of the vacations, my grandparents had gotten a, a beach condo in Ocean City, Maryland. And if you're on the East Coast, there's so many options to choose from for beach destinations. But Ocean City, Maryland was definitely one of the uh, the top ones. And I remember they had gotten that well into like when I was um, fairly young. It's been around about 20 some years. But I just remember, you know, going for the weekend or week and it was just so great to like wake up every day, go to the beach. We'd also do like, you know, fun events. We go to a lot of our favorite places to eat, but it was just nice to just go by the water. And the condo had a pool, so that was always fun. Like I was, I was by the water constantly. I was out in the ocean, um, you know. I was you know, burying my. I don't know why I would love being buried in the sand. That was a weird thing, but uh, I always <laughs> love being buried. I mean, obviously not fully because my head was out, and we do stupid pictures like like a Mr. Potato Head with like the little feet, make myself like a character. Um, but yeah, it was just that was a. So my favorite was the the Ocean City trips, and then my other grandparents. They late, uh, later on in the years, they had a beach condo or, or beach house, excuse me, in Delaware, just outside of Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. And so I had a lot of fun time with there because the beach was a lot more quieter. It wasn't um, as touristy because it was by the bay. So it was so much more of a different experience going from that, both of those. And I would sometimes alternate. I would do maybe two beach visits a summer. And then those were the highlight. Now, you know, we're talking about, you know, Disney. One of the big things is a couple times people look at me funny and be like, oh, you going to Florida in the summer? I'm like, well, yeah, because we have no time. We have no time off. During the Dude, you can't do it during the school year. No, yeah. no. And it's like, okay, it's going to be hot. But it's like, well, yeah, you cool off and stuff. But there was a lot of fun trips uh, to Disney uh, growing up. I think one of my first visits, though, it didn't start off well. I had like horrible, I don't know, it was like I was just really sick and violently ill of you know throwing up and everything. I remember like most of the time was spent in the hotel. <laughs> and so, but I, I just remember some of, you know, the early years of Disney and it's funny now seeing it, how it's changed so much, but I remember going, Huge. yeah, when I, when I, and this is, I went to the Orlando um, one. So that was the different experience for me. I know your, your Disney is a little different than my Disney, but yeah, those are like some of the highlights. I just remember the beach trips um, and then quite a few Disney trips. That was like kind of my favorite thing that I really look forward to. Nice. Love that. Uh, yes. Yeah, similar, similar kind of style. Uh, one that always held a special place for me in my heart. And I feel kind of sad because it's been years since I've been, uh, but it's not longer, I think a part of our family's uh, owning anymore, but ever since I was born and, and this is even before that, uh, my late grandparents had a house over at Lake Havasu here that uh, connects the borders of I think it's California and Arizona something like that um, or Nevada and we would go like every summer and this was awesome because it was a, it was a nice sized uh, house 
And it's not like in the Lake Havasu City. It's Lake Havasu Palms. This is where a bunch of like, they're kind of like mortar homes set up, little houses. And we would go for like a week uh, you know, at a time, maybe sometimes even twice a summer. And I mean, I just remember like the drive out there, you know, it's, it's a decent long drive. And the last like 40 minutes is on like rocky desert terrain. It's like off road. But yeah, Lake Havasu, I mean, it's, it's a gorgeous, nice, long, big lake. And, you know, swimming, tubing, uh, first place you got to learn how to water ski. Of course, that's where I really fell in love with jet skis and wave runners. We would go out all the time doing that. That's funny because it just reminded me when we did jet ski. I remember later on in my years at Ocean City, it was the first time I jet ski and you had to like ride with a partner because like, I was too young. But this is right when I was introduced to John Panette. So we would just like jet ski around and my dad would try to throw me off and he would fly out. He'd be like, free really? And he would just do the... Oh my god! I just I just crack up. So, I, just, I mean, they're so fun. They're so fast. And those wave runners and stuff. Wow, it was an exciting time when it was like you can now do one by yourself. Um, I think my grandpa was like, as long as you're 16 and you have a driver's license, technically you could ride one by yourself. And so I was, or something like that was the rule. But even like small things, like as a kid going and learning to fish, like I don't fish anymore. But you know, now it's been you know coming up on you know, almost two years or so, three years since my grandpa passed. I mean, if, if people know me, I hate fishing in video games. I think it's a waste of time. <laughs> if you like fishing, good for you. But I hate these video games keep having fishing challenges. No one needs to fish and we want to kill things. We don't want to fish. But, you know, that's something I kind of have a fond memory of is the, the going out early mornings and fishing, even though it's something I don't really do anymore. Uh, but just going out with my family and, you know, the way we would have like nice food together and barbecue. And of course, the place there is so freaking hot. Lake Havasu can be very, very hot. But even like the memories of we go out on the boat late at night uh, just to see the stars, you know, things like that. And, you know, going into Lake Havasu City at least once, uh, we'd always go and get these giant snow cones. And they were like fantastic and walk around and see all the all the people up there. So refreshing. Oh, I mean, when it's so freaking hot, you're just like anything. I mean, I remember how we would take our shirts off to like hang on like the the banister of our little porch. Yeah, and dry. within an hour, they were like, they were like not only so dry, they were like hard. They were, they were <laughs> so, almost like pressed. It's like, oh, well, there you yeah. go. Yeah, it was uh, you know, irony needed. Uh, no, you bring up a great thing. I have to uh, I have to say just to jump in there about grandparents. I think. I think grandparents and summer fun is so synonymous and you and I both have a connect, really good connection with our grandfathers. And I, that was, um, and I have, you inspired me to remind me of one of the couple, one of the trip, big trips that I did in summer when I was younger. It was, I have family that lived in Utah and we got to go to Yellowstone national park and did the whitewater rafting. And that was my grandfather that really kind of was like the focal point of that trip. And I remember, um, going with them because it's such an unforgettable experience. And I remember um, you go to, the, you got to see Old Faithful and we see the geysers and like, you know, walk on the path, do not step off, you might could fall through. Of course, my grandmother's taking photos. I'll never forget this. And she steps off to take a photo and I'm like little Taylor, like eight, nine years old. Grandma, you know, what are you doing? Like, don't get off, you don't lose you. And then my grandfather would joke. I was like, yeah, well, that would be good to be the end of grandma. We, we'd go visit her every year and we'd just see her see her remains. <laughs> we'd sell her. I, she used to sell Mary Kay. I'd be like, yeah, we'd have to sell her Mary Kay for her. I'm like, the things my, my childlike mind went through. <laughs> well, yeah, like my other grandparents live at the, if you've ever heard of the Welk Resort, uh, there's a couple in the States. Uh, of course, Lawrence Welk was the famous uh, guy who used to have a TV show and 
ran a whole variety show and there's these little welcome resorts. Well, one down in Escondido here in California, which is on the way down to San Diego. Uh, there's this little thing called Champagne Village. It's a retirement, uh, you know, village right next door. And my grandparents had lived there for a long time in my life as well. So there was also that, uh, you know, we would go down at different times for holidays and things as well. But I remember going down in the summer. We would go down. It's about a two-hour drive from my, my parents' house. Uh, and that was the thing, too. This, you always could tell, like, oh, I there's a certain bridge. You have to go up a hill at one point after Temecula. You know you're about 10 minutes from the house. But going around and like my grandparents, because it's a there's a golf course there, everyone has golf carts. So I just the fond memories of me and my brothers and usually my cousin would come. We'd go swimming in one of the pools there, uh, you know, playing and uh they have like croquet. We would play and I'm always thinking also one of them, croquet. <laughs> we go around and like there was like there was one tree. We'd always go with my grandpa. He would drive and he'd always do the thing where like he would veer a lot, like Oh, we're gonna fall off and stuff. He'd be very, you know, over the, you know, very funny. Uh, this one tree had acorns galore in it, and you'd see woodpeckers there all the time. That tree has now been demolished. I am still not happy. Welcome Resort. I will be writing a letter. <laughs> wow. But I think that's something too. Is like when you go far from your home, there's something about that that to me speaks about summer. Uh, for example, like I remember the first time my family went to Vegas. Uh, as like a summer trip and we, we've gone a few times over the summers uh, I still laugh though the first time I ever went to Vegas you know where we stayed circus circus <laughs> never again uh, I think it's a fun place to go visit to see how trashy it is and to go to that uh, Astrodome where there's all the fun stuff to do like a theme park uh, not the best place to stay uh, we we switched over to Excalibur for for many years after that we stayed at Excalibur and then I've of course climbed the food chain to stay at nicer resorts. Uh, yeah, now my parents exactly. if they go to Vegas they stay at the Wynn they don't stay at Noah Excalibur. One actually you know you talking about kind of going down to Florida and the Disney route you know yeah growing up in California I lived most of my life and still do thirty minutes to an hour drive to Disneyland. My entire Crazy. life. That like still to this day we talk about this, it's unfathomable that you had that close of access to Disney. I've worked at Disney, I've gone to Disney many, many years of my life. And you know, yeah, when it's that close, it becomes a big part of just your life, you know, especially if you're a big fan of Disney. But I remember the first time going to Disney World uh with my brothers. It wasn't a summer trip, it was a spring trip, but then two years later we all went as a family in like the middle of May, which just not technically summer, but it's just, it's like the start of summer. It's the blockbuster season. And I will say, having gone to Disney World a few times since uh, through my travels, you can see how that really is a, a destination to go to. And, of course, if you can't get away during the normal part of the year, you're going to go during the summer because there's so much to do there. You have four parks, water parks, shopping, all the resorts. There's there's plenty to do. Plus, Orlando has plenty outside of Disney, uh, you know, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, et cetera. But there's something about whereas here, it really feels like if I mean, I'm sure it'd be the same if you live right close to Orlando and can go up with the pass, you know, here you could go for a couple hours at night and and head out. And you're like, great. Disney World really does feel like you got to take your time and like embrace it. And I could see like, yes, even in summer, even though it could be miserable, Disney World's got great air conditioning. There's a plenty of places to cool off. The worst really to me is Epcot that all that sidewalk, all that uh, asphalt can be a little. Yeah. There's not, there's not a lot of coverage. You are like literally like on feel like you're on mercury sometimes. But um, the last one I really want to talk about 
because it was uh it was a big trip for us as a family you know having gone many years to like Havasu uh you know we did like a Grand Canyon trip a couple times to Vegas as I had mentioned I remember the first time us going as a family this is my first time ever riding an airplane it was the first time we went to Maui as a family and we went twice as a family we went once and then we went again like five, six years later, something like that. And that was a really big deal because I remember the first time, you know, when you hear about a place for so long and you've never been, you know, you hear Hawaii, 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 and you finally get to go and really experience what it is. And just the beauty, the wonder, of course, you know, if you love the beach, but the foods and like the culture and like, you know, in this first time of riding an airplane, that was also a big experience. And I always like to tell the story because I think it's hilarious how how big a nerd I am and how big a nerd I was at the time. My first ever trip to Maui, I think it was my first one, not the second one. I think it was about 12. There was a contest on the plane going towards Maui. So we left from LAX to Maui and the pilot comes on and they're like, we're going to do a contest. We're going to give you a bunch of uh, different things, you know, like the speed, the distance, blah, blah, blah. And you're going to try to guess the halfway point of the trip. Whoever gets closest to the halfway point will win a prize. So I'm sure X amount of people entered. I sat there, my little nerdy brain doing the math of, okay, well, you know, distance equals rate times time, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, a few minutes goes by, people do their entries and they announce the winner. It was me. And I was off by like three minutes. <laughs> wow. Oh, it was like crazy. And I wanted about a big uh, gift set of those uh, macadamia nuts that are really popular there. Oh, there which you were go. Great. Yeah. The, the Mauna Loa's. Yeah. Very good. But yeah, just going to Maui, I think there's like, I think the summer fun of you're really taking a big trip. You're going to kind of put aside other trips knowing like, oh, this is going to be the one big trip of the summer. So a lot of other stuff is going to be more at home or in your general area. And just that big trip of flying across the ocean, going to experience the islands. Some of that was like very, very, very fun. And years later, when, you know, you and I started getting into cruise work, getting to go back to Maui via like ships, it was still a lot of fun. But because, you know, you're getting a day at a time and only so many hours, it was like, here's a taster set of Hawaii again. But I miss kind of having uh, just like you had with uh, Ocean City there, like, you had the beach right there at our where we stayed, but then you also had like the pool. So like you had a pool, a jacuzzi, you know, it had like a little more of the comforts of home than just uh, you're out for the day. Good luck, you know, on, on ship oh, life. Like oh, you've totally. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, speaking of that, too, like the think of both my ship contracts, neither of them really took place in the summer minus the Alaska one, which I mean, that was, you know, beautiful time to be there of course alaska the main season to be there is in the summer wasn't really a time to go like swimming and stuff you know like, obviously we had like a little pool on the ship for a uh, crew to enjoy but the beauty of alaska and stuff but i think a lot of people also uh, look forward to a summertime to go cruising if they can't get away during the normal part of the year obviously it's a big season for you know pretty much year round you could do caribbean and bahamas and all that but there's certain certain uh destinations that are easier to get to during the summer that's more of the uh the time to go uh, especially those areas are going to be very cold <laughs> during the main year but even like i remember my second cruise contract we would rehearse in vegas 
So like, I remember the first time coming there just about Easter time uh, while you were on the century before I came on and started to join you. But mm-hmm, yeah, the second time I was rehearsing in like late August. If you've never been to Vegas, people, the worst time to be in Vegas, although obviously it's where most people try to go, is the summer. It's so damn hot over there. I mean, I remember I've gone to Vegas so many times where you like exit your hotel because you're going to go see a show. You're like, it's right across the street. I'll be fine. You don't even make it to the other lobby and all your clothes are stuck to you. <laughs> yeah. So <gasps> give me a, I mean, you did cruises for, you know, six years. Do you have any fun? specific summer memories of some of your cruise especially like other parts of the world i well majority of my six years i did spend in alaska so that was and it's funny i actually did go uh snorkeling one time so i did actually get in the water uh 60 degree weather water but uh we had these suits on so like but i can say i was snorkeling in alaska um but um so what i liked about that was those summers was having um just the ability to do the hiking and seeing, you know, the glaciers and stuff. Like I love being out in nature. And then the itineraries that we, I also got to check out, um, but not as much that I wanted. I mean, I know, I know a lot of where you got to do was uh, parts of Europe and parts of Asia. Were you ever in, in those parts during the summer or was that pri- primarily different parts of the year? You know what? I actually mostly did only Alaska. And then some, most of the summers I lucked out that I would be home for that or, um, the other times that I was home on my like two month break or two month hiatus was usually like between January and February, the worst time to be home in Pittsburgh. And but, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but I did go to mostly, mostly a lot of those places you go to um, Europe in more of the fall and winter months. Cause it's a, like, especially like to the Mediterranean, it's, it's still decent weather there. It's not as hot. Um, and same with Asia, you want to go there during, I th- and I think what what kind of lends itself to is the fact that in those parts of the world, their summer vacation is probably the same time. So it's going to be better touristy time to go in the other times when people are in school. And, you know, it's not like because you think like places like Mykonos in Greece, they say like, oh, yeah, this is a big party town. Everything you go there, I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? And then you realize, well, it's during the summer is when, you know, they have all the the parties and then there's other places where the nude beaches those are during the summer they're not during the winter so you know perverts you know get out of here but um no so like so i think that was that was the thing so i had more experience in alaska and then any other country but i actually didn't mind it i think being american when i had service that was the greatest thing ever because i'm like oh i can check my facebook or i can call home also it would get it would get very some of those days got really warm actually it did you it, know, kinda, it could get up to the 80s honestly I remember like one of the days we were at the, we were doing the glacier, you know, you go to Hubbard glacier and the ship just kind of circles in and does a couple circles and eventually leaves. And it was hot. Like some of those Alaska days were hot. Uh, You think, Oh, Alaska, it's going to be jackets and uh, sweaters all the time. Not necessarily. Some of the, some of the days yeah, but not, not all the time. Well, you know, two of the contracts that I've been on that were not ship related, but were, you know, around the world uh two were involved in the summer uh one was i lived in macau for five months for a job and macau during the summer uh i'm sure you've heard of some parts of asia that have monsoon season yeah uh and this is where realistically just at any given time you would have the biggest downpour of rain and just be very hot and very very humid uh a lot of that was unbearable i mean it was the point where 
realistically, we only lived about 10 minute walk to work. And, you know, most days you try to get in a little early so that you beat the heat. Um, and, you know, luckily we worked in a nice big resort. So it was like, you're going to be in air conditioning all day. But man, some of those days, I mean, you barely get to work and everything's sticking to you. It's just hot. And when it would rain, I mean, literally, it would pour like crazy. And so there wasn't as much, there wasn't as much enjoyment of outdoor activities unless it involved swimming or, you know, going to some place where you're going to be inside. i still did a fair amount of outside stuff. Some days were fine. Like, you know, Hong Kong is only an hour away by ferry. Uh, went to Hong Kong a few times, but having been there, the first time I went to Hong Kong was like in January. It was a nice, you know, cool, crisp day. Yeah. Perfect. This uh, different situation. That's a lot for Asia. You know, I think it can get very, very hot. And speaking of hot, uh, probably the hottest place uh, I've ever been to, uh, apart from maybe Lake Havasu, uh, you know, having been to Dubai and lived in Dubai for a long time. When I did my Dubai contract, I moved there like August 12th. Oh boy, of all the times to have us move there. You get off the plane, like, what is this, the surface of the sun? <laughs> At least, I mean, it wasn't too bad when I got there because it was nighttime. But I remember like the first weekend I was there, I went with some of my new castmates to this uh, kind of beach pool resort. The water of not only the pool, but the beach was like bath water. That's And that was just natural because it's so damn hot. I mean, you're hitting, you know, over, you know, close to 110 close to 120 some days it's like this is hot and and the thing is with summer tourism there a lot of things close because it's too hot like the place that i worked which was mostly an outdoor theme park would actually have less summer hours they would they would they for summer they would actually open later in the day and be more open at night where it was cooler smart idea because people are not going to go out in the middle of the day it's going to be way too well, hot and you've got people and i mean you were yourself as a performer having to be in you know costumes and stuff like that like <laughs> stupid idea yeah it was just it was terrible um but i mean if you're if you're really in, into beaches and all that stuff i mean there's obviously those tourist destinations are gonna really uh you know i've, I've had to do I've, I've been in florida for shows before in the summer i've been in pennsylvania you know like pennsylvania i mean it can be it, it really it's it's when the humidity kicks in where yeah you know here in california yes it gets very hot in the summer but it's dry heat it's a dry heat mr panette that's what they tell tell me in the ambulance (laughs) right and so i mean it's hot but like you're not having that kind of humid you're not walking through a blanket of you know and i really got used to being on the east coast or you know in new york and florida different parts of that in the summer it's the humidity the humidity will get you but you know what taylor let's take a quick break I think we've been talking a lot of great memories of of trips and stuff, but let's talk a little bit more of our uh, current summer plans and the future right after this. Need to get away? Need that ultimate vacation? Well, Celebrity Cruises is back, offering you a brand new slew of vacation destinations, and along with it, a new batch of Celebrity Captains. Hey there, it's your uh, captain speaking, Captain Ryan Reynolds, a.k.a. Captain Deadpool, a.k.a. Captain Handsome. I've been watching you all from the bushes, and I can see that you're all having a wonderful time. I know I am, secretly, plotting against you all. But have a good time out there. Whatever you do, don't run, 
by the pool, you may slip and fall. It might not be good for you. But uh, have a good day, and uh, remember, Captain Pool is always watching. Good morning, passengers aboard the ship. This is your captain speaking. Captain William Shatner giving you a message from the bridge. Today we're going to go where no man has ever gone before. I've got new news. I've been told many men have been there before. We'll be sailing into Tahiti. Tahiti is a nation full of excitement, full of adventure. So get ready. Get that sunscreen out. It's going to be a fabulous day. Hello there, it's your captain, Adam Sandler. Rub-a-dub-dub in the tub. Ooh, shampoo is better. No, conditioner is better. I make the salmon Sulu And we're going to Alaska. And there's going to be a salmon. Oh, they were slipping one. Oh, they were slipping one. And time to get off the ship. Time to get off the ship. Well, good morning. This is your Captain speaking, Keanu Reeves. I hope you've all been having a good day so far. Today we're gonna have a toasting ceremony up on the pool deck. I'm very excited. There's going to be champagne offered for anyone who wishes to partake. So join me. Captain Keanu, up on deck 11 at around 6 p.m. for sunset. Thank you, and enjoy your day aboard the vessel. Hello, everyone. This is, this is Alan Schwarzenegger. I'm going to be your captain. It's crazy, you know, because I, I never did this before. I never was a, never trained for this, but it's going to be okay because I'm, I'm, we're going to we're going to go over there and we're, we're going to we're take you to the islands. It's going to be great, uh, ladies. After we we arrive, when you get off to the port, you do your shopping. It'll be all great, you know. And and then you um go over there and then I get the the cabana boys to give you lotion. It's great, you know. The islands are good. It's good. And and then we're going to do and you go to the buffet, but you could take one cookie, okay. Then you could take two cookies. But if you try to take three, I tell you, put that cookie down now. Good morning. Hello to everyone. This is your captain speaking, Michael Wincott. I want to invite everyone to the theater this evening. We're going to have a special showing of one of my movies, The Count of Monte Cristo. It's about a guy who needs to escape his own situation. Very much like those on deck four. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, just kidding. They're having a good time. Uh, so come on up. It's going to be a great night. We're going to show it. A uh, special late showing. 11 p.m. in the theater. So come over and uh, watch one of my movies. And I'll be doing some autographs. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Hello, this is your Captain Gerald Butler. Yes. I know I'm sexy. And this voice might be intimidating, but remember, I am your captain now. And I will take us where I feel that we need to go. All right, there, I'm talking my first mate. We're going to go full steam ahead. Oh, 
know if you're a rock. Whatever you do, don't put that on Instagram. And please, don't put this on your Yelp review. Good morning. Hello, it's me, a Captain Mark Wahlberg. I can't believe it. It's the last day of the cruise. We went to so many places. I mean, we went to Italy. Wow, great wine. We went to France. The bread out of this world. We went to Germany. Got those brats. I mean, it's been a culinary vacation extravaganza. I can't believe it. You'll have to come back. Guess what? We got some more openings, more cruises later this year. Come on back. Say hello to your mother for me and enjoy the rest of your day. So book your next vacation with Celebrity Cruises, Amazing Destinations, Celebrity Captains, and Modern Luxury. The experience can be yours. I've got to hand it to you, Bobby. You've had some bad ideas here, but this one isn't one of them. We certainly needed this here vacation. <laughs> See? I told you. <laughs> Come on. Tommy, we've been working way too hard. I mean, I tell you, I've lost track on how many jobs we had over the past few years. Well, you're not wrong. I mean, we've hunted zombies during an apocalypse. Whew. That was a close one. Too close, I tell you. And then we were those airplane pilots. Ha! <laughs> Wait. That was a trip. Quite a few trips, Bobby. A couple of layovers. Glad we had those hotel points. And then there was that dark period we were selling used goods just to keep the lights on and a roof over our heads. Don't remind me. Ugh. Ooh. Just got the chills. Feel my arm. Goosebumps. Great novels. R.L. Stein. What a genius. Speaking of which, how about that failed Ghostbuster cleanup? Well, we did kind of make it up as we went along, you know. Not the point. Well, what is the point, Tommy? The point is we finally have time to relax and unwind on this here vacation. Why tell you, Bobby, this cruise was the best idea. I mean, when was the last time the both of us took a vacation? I have no freaking clue. It's ironic, though. We used to sell the cruises, and now we're on one of these floating tin cans. Can't believe we got it for free. Yeah, we got it for free, but, uh, we're on deck negative five. This is where the Irish are on the Titanic. Shh! You can't say the T-word on a ship. It's like saying McDonald's or um, McDuff or uh, whatever in a theater. Something like that. Eject tape and turn over to side B for part two of Vacation Sounds. At least you got your Vacation Sounds mixtape from your first marriage. Those two guys, I swear, those knuckleheads get up to this the funniest stuff, don't they? They really do. And this, like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm excited to see. Um, you know, I would love to go back on the. It's been a while, but I'd love to go back on those cruises if that's what they're what they're doing out there. Oh man, well, you know, one thing, it, it's not a summer thing, but uh, my fiance and I, we we have officially booked our honeymoon. We're going to be doing a two week cruise uh, in January uh, of 2024. But, you know, that's the thing, too, to think about what's kind of interesting. I think, you know, as being Northern Hemisphere people all our life, mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy to think that anyone that is below the equator, it is the opposite time of year that they experience summer. So when we're having our summer, it's their winter and vice versa, uh, which is interesting. You know, I remember going to on my second cruise contract, we you know, after we kind of got the rehearsals and everything, we got on the ship and we had our long ass cruise to get to 
Sydney. And we got to Sydney in like October. And we were there from October to about January was Sydney was our home port and all stuff. And you're, you're right there in the summertime, you know, that's where the warmth is and the heat. And you're thinking back home right now, even in California, it's a lot cooler, you know, in parts of the U S it's snowing. And here I am in Australia in Christmas. I remember like being on like, uh, like Thanksgiving or around Christmas on these islands and it being <laughs> like nice and hot and swimming and being like, I can't believe I'm here at Thanksgiving. And this is, it this still is baffles their... us being where we are. Yeah. But, um, you know, Taylor, the last few years, of course, you've settled down in terms of you're not really doing the travel. You, you've been traveling still a lot for work, but you know, in the U S the job you have, uh, I've been back in the States. I, you know, been back in California since the pandemic, but, you know, moving forward, I think COVID definitely, uh, took a toll on a lot of people's uh, summer plans just because traveling became a big uh, question mark unless you're doing it in your own car. That's why actually a lot of car sales went way up. Uh, and as we've seen, gas has gone up. But, you know, I mean, I came out to visit you twice during 2020 and we, you know, we were safe. But back then too, it was almost like, I think we've learned so much more about COVID as time's gone on. And now we've had the vaccines and boosters. Like now I feel like I'm, I'd be totally fine to, to, to fly, you know, I, I've flown a few times since the pandemic has started, but, you know, you travel a lot now and, you know, being in the summertime, have you felt like as things started to kind of reopen to everything is fine again, or do you think there's still some things that are kind of hindered with kind of what a summer fun? Cause you gotta think a lot of summer fun is the going to the beach, going to the pool, uh, going to events where there's a lot of people, concerts, you know, movies, all that stuff. I mean, all that stuff I've done really since the pandemic has been going on. Um, and of course, as we're recording this, uh, ironically, uh, I'm currently experiencing COVID for the second time. Uh, I have the exact same symptoms I had last time. It just feels like I have a, a, a cold, uh, really. But, um, you know, what do you what do you think's kind of been going on with how summer fun has been kind of affected by the pandemic? Well, I will say, and kind of ironically, when this is released, uh, when this episode releases, I will be currently on a little vacation with my family um, and my girlfriend. And so I think it has changed it both negatively and positively. I would say that negatively because we have to be much more cautious. We can't be fun and fancy free with our travel. We've had to, we've had to mix things up. And I mean... I, for example, when, you know, the pandemic had started, that was the year I was turning 30. You know, it's two years now. It's crazy that how much has changed. Everything's a lot more lax and lessened, you know, with my job, uh, with, you know, and, and you talk about going back and forth here, talking about travel. I've, you know, working around the Midwest, every state is very different and their restrictions were, were so I had to be very adaptable to certain things. I know like going um, to see, for example, it was in Chicago and I went to see a buddy of mine who was performing a magic show, but like I needed, uh, I didn't need to wear a mask, but they, I need proof of the vaccination card. I couldn't just, oh yeah, I just go. So I was like, oh, well, good thing I had a photo and I had all this stuff I had. So there was like things like that. And then, but because of the pandemic, when we were going to go to Vegas for my 30th and my sister's 21st, I was really um, kind of bummed out because we said, well, we're not, we're not going to go to Vegas if we can't do the full Vegas. I don't want to go to a show. I don't want to see a show with a mask on. 
I don't want to have to wear a mask in a lot of area. I don't know if you had to wear them in outdoors and it's like hot. Like, no, thank you. I might as well just put a bag over my head um, and breathe. <laughs> and um, so we decided to change, uh, yeah, to change our summer trajectory of plans. And we went to uh, my mom and I travel a lot. And so we, we use Marriott. Shout out to Marriott if you want to sponsor us. Uh, but we use Marriott. We're loyal Marriott members and with points. You can use points for hotels and all that stuff, but you can do these Marriott properties where you use your points uh, for um, house house rentals, basically. So we had enough points to get a whole house for free for a week, which is awesome. The house is you know, four, uh, four, bed, uh, four bedrooms, five beds. Um, it's got a pool, pool table. It's like on this canal. This is in Cape Coral, Florida. I won't tell you the dress because someone will find this podcast. We're going to find you. Um, and uh, as kayaks, the works. So that started two years ago. And because we had to change it, and Florida was having a lot of issues. People were like, why are you be careful traveling to Florida, the pandemic? I said, well, we're getting this house with a pool and all the amenities. We'll go to the beaches. If it's a little too crowded, we're not feeling safe, we'll leave. But we found like a lot of more quieter, privater beaches um, and uh, more private, excuse me. And then we even said, well, we have this pool. We just go to Florida, just enjoy the pool and relax. That's what vacation is. And I think it's changed as you've gotten older. We're talking about this now. Now that we're now that we're men, um, uh, we have changed our priorities of what it means to us. So when, and I think we still want to adventure and do fun stuff, but sometimes you and I, when you go on vacation, it's getting away from work. It's getting away from life. So we just want to kind of relax. So having that pool and I just want to sit by the water. People are like, why are you going to Florida in August? I'm like, I have a pool, you know, that's the point. I love it. I love the heat. That's kind of affected it. And I think in the positive way, because in the, in the positive end, I was saying, because the pandemic forced to stay and stay inside, hopefully we're lucky enough to be with our families like you and I were. It wasn't glamorous to be back home in our thirties with our parents, but we made it work. But we also got to appreciate more and spend more time with them and then realize, oh, I think that's a fun thing as you get older doing in one thing that's kind of been a constant and it's gotten better is like, uh, we could talk about this in a second about traditions, uh, but it's the games, the camaraderie that I think was the pos- a lot of the positivity that came out of it. I, I think. I think also a lot of people just period looked towards uh, more trips set around nature because we were kind of told, and I still think this is a true thing that being in open air spaces, uh, you know, things where you could kind of go explore and be not in a crowded room inside, what was a safer space to, to go to? Well, especially for you, uh, being where you are in California, you had a lot of nature trails to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, California here, you know, you got the beaches, you got the mountains, you got the deserts, you have so many places you can go explore. And I think that was a big thing was I was kind of doing these little driving trips or little day trips to things and just to and go. You, and, and you and your now fiance, Megan, you guys did that Joshua Tree trip, which is cool because you're isolated. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. We got an Airbnb, so we've got our own little house. So just the two of us and you know they a lot of these that was the thing too i saw a lot of airbnbs would be like they'd have a professional crew come in and kind of clean the every so that people could still go have trips but yeah we're going out to the desert and, and seeing all that has there and we even found this one of the, my fond memories with her was we looked at this place called bombay beach and we went down and it's this like deserted creepy town where like uh some people still live there's all these motorhomes out there used to be a big resort eventually it failed and the thing is the water there it's called the Salton sea it's so salty there's times of the year where fish can live really nice 
and then other times where they just die because it's so hot and salty but you're not supposed to swim in it it's, it's gross uh, so it was just a weird town but we all these great pictures and stuff um and then just you know a few months ago now one of her traditions whereas you know i went to lake havasu like every year her and her family almost every year for a lot of her life we go to lake kachuma for like two weeks at a time which is i had never been to lake kachuma it's, it's you ever heard of solvang here in california it's like this kind of cute little town it looks like a looks like the lost edition of epcot it's, it's like a little dutch Denmark little village that has all this like tour stuff. A couple of miles past that is Lake Kachuma. It's a nice, gorgeous lake. Um, so we went camping, and you know I haven't been camping since I was like twelve or something. I don't know. A wee, a wee tot. <laughs> been a long time since I've been in the tent uh, and did the camping, but it was a lot of fun minus the heat. Uh, so I'm looking forward to kind of going back to that. But uh, yeah, I do agree with you, Taylor. There was something about kind of embracing being back with family, even though it was like unemployed and uh, stuck at home. But you would find those things to do or be like, oh, we can go out and, and get food or, you know, get takeout or let's go play games or just enjoy some of the summer air. And then finding those things that you could do, like, because it is it has been kind of crazy to think of like, this has lessened a lot of things because of vaccines and stuff. But yeah, going on like a concert venue and they're like, you have to wear a mask. Going to see a show, you have to wear a mask the entire time. Going to a museum and they're like, please wear a mask inside. Like just the other day, it's the first time I've had to wear one in a while. Uh, we went to the Academy of Motion Pictures Museum here in LA, which was really, really cool. A lot of history about cinema and stuff right up our alley. You had to wear a mask the entire time. And it was like, first time that we, I've had to wear a mask in a place in a long time. Uh, you know, we haven't had mask mandates in LA for quite a while. I know a lot of people still wear them, but it was just, I mean, it was nice and air conditioned, but it was like, we're still having to wear a mask with COVID numbers kind of continually to, to change up and down. It is kind of like, I can see why they're trying to play it safe. Well, I just want to jump in real quick and say that, um, you know, talking about uh, being creative with uh, the pandemic and the summer, you know, summer's because it kind of starts off from like, I would say more like mid-May-ish to, you know, now is, you know, late August, early September, because as the weather's kind of been changing and stuff, I've noticed it's gotten um, warmer later and warmer earlier. But uh, like Lindsay and I, we, we did this, uh, we did a little trip down to visit my grandparents in Annapolis. I know you and I have good fond memories. And you've oh, got, yes. You've got to appreciate all that, uh, pretty much all that Annapolis and a lot of what Maryland has to offer. Each um, bread. And bacon. Uh, he wants to be featured. Um, I'm cooking. It, it, if anyone wants to know this, and Chris can attest, I am uh, the consummate host. So if you come over, I'm just. He gonna cooks make- a lot of food. He always has food available. He's he's a very good cook. Wants to yeah. make sure you're well fed and well uh well yeah susten- sustenance is that uh, a sustained word? sustain yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that was kind of really exciting, especially we was like during the summer, of course, it rained the whole time, but we still made it fun, even though we had to go inside. And that, so that's the kind of cool thing is when, as we get older, our summer experiences change where we want to venture out and do, do new things. And it, it, it causes you to like, okay, I've done the same thing every year, you know, whether it's tradition, that's fine, but why not try something new? And that's something I know, um, by the time this airs, uh, I'll be celebrating my first year anniversary with Lindsay. Um, and I know you are coming up on two years uh, with your fiance, which is exciting. Yeah, November, and so, yeah. So now, but we've, we've both really tried to, in that um, short amount of time, although it's, it's it's quite a bit of time, it's it's very quick. You try to get very creative. And I think that's another thing as you get an adult, especially if you're married or as a couple, or even with your friends group, 
you always want to have that urge to try new things, go out of here. I mean, we've already like, we've talked like up till 2025, our goals of where we want to travel. Like we want to go to an Alaska, they want to do Alaska cruise, her and her friends. I'm like, I'll go back. I was like, I'm your expert. Just, you know, pay for my ticket. No. Um, and then I said, like, we want to do like Salem. We want to go here, see the history of all that and like go around like, so yeah. So I think that's kind of cool too, because it does force you to kind of I mean, that's us. There's a lot of hermits out there. And if you're a hermit listening to this, we don't want to judge you. Um, do what you want to do. But for us, I think it's it's human nature overall to try new things and want to kind of go outside the comfort level. Exactly. And I think as uh, moving forward, you know, it's it's there's always going to be those summer, you know, things of just kind of staying at home or kind of relaxing. But I think, you know, there is taking the advantage of there's often more of a, a time during the summer uh, for some people, you know, of course, a lot of people still work during the summer. And so it's not always as available, but, you know, for the better weather and for certain places, it is the key time to go uh, explore. And I think the pandemic has definitely opened up to look at the outside the box when it comes to uh, choosing your activities, uh, whether inside or outside. Um, you know, Taylor, we honestly could go on and on and on about summer fun. Like you said, we, we could talk for hours because there's so much uh, really, and maybe we'll do a we'll do a seasonal uh, episode every now and then. Fall, fall frolicking. Yeah, uh, winter wonderland. <laughs> uh, well, we did season spring three, is sprung. Remember? But you know, we wanted to do something kind of fun. We always do these guest questions, and we've never got to ask ourselves these guest questions. We have. So, so we're going to put each, up summer fun. We're going to put each other in the hot seat. So start off. What's what's your favorite movie? Whew, uh, it's a tough one, uh, but I'd have to say it's got to be The Godfather. Yeah, I did the Godfather thing, uh, which I knew that, which was a great film uh, for me. It's always gonna be Lord of the Rings. I think it's just you know it's and you kind of combine them into three, but uh, I just love that series so much. Um, what would be your favorite TV show or TV series? You know, this is this has been a evolving thing for so long. I said Seinfeld, and it still ranks up there as one of my favorites. But I think because of the amount of times I've actually watched it and rewatched it and rewatched it and rewatched it. I'd have to say the office, I think now is 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 climbed the ladder. I'd have to say I'd have to say because of you and that, it's pretty that's there, but I have to give it to one show that I've watched many times and I really love and I want to go back and revisit again. I've got to go with twenty four, the show twenty four. Jack Bauer. I know. Damn it. Actually there was just on an episode of the office where Dwight's like, Who what I want is my uh regional manager, Jack Bauer. However, he's unavailable and fictional. Uh, which is hilarious. <laughs> what is your favorite video game or video game series? Oh, this is tough because it plays so many. I would say one of my favorites of all time has to be Donkey Kong. I got to do a Donkey Kong. I got to go back to Got to OG. If it if it's a if it's a most recent game, I would have to say in most recent years would be uh, Ghost of Tsushima was one of my favorite of the new consoles. Uh, for me, I'm going to go Legend of Zelda. It's always been my favorite game series. Uh, I can't wait for Breath of the Wild too. What would you say your favorite style of music or favorite artist? Oh, gosh. I mean, I listen to a lot of different styles of music, but uh, I'd say that I don't really have a favorite artist per se, but uh, I definitely feel like my, my taste in music usually goes to like rock pop, musical theater, and movie scores <laughs> somewhere in that combination uh, of, of those uh, would be where I, or I sit. What about you? I would say pretty much any form of rock. Um, and then I'm going to go Motown. And then uh, I would say, um, I would say a lot of like a lot of the eighties pop, eighties pop, like synth pop, 
like uh, New Order and uh, Culture Club and all those. Yeah, I would say that. We've we've we both been uh, quite the travelers. But what's a favorite place you've traveled to? Uh this is tough, but I have to say, Japan. Japan was like my favorite country. If I'm gonna go to a country, it's gonna be Japan. It's gonna be state. Because we're in the United States, I'd have to say New Orleans. New Orleans, uh, sorry, Louisiana, and particularly New Orleans was my favorite place. Oh, gosh. Well, if you're going to go to state alone, I'm probably just going to say Hawaii because how much I love it there. But uh, favorite place I traveled to, this is always tough. Um, I enjoyed a lot of Asia, actually, just because it was so exotic and different. Um, Dubai is definitely an interesting place. Uh but also, like, getting to go to Beijing. I mean, it's not necessarily that it was like the most, uh, you know, clean place on the planet, but just for some of the stuff I got to see, the Great Wall of China, some of that was like, just you're like, wow, it's real. Uh, it's it's quite incredible. But yeah. Uh, and parts of Europe. I want to go back to Europe and, and explore more for sure. Well, I agree. Um, what would say, what has inspired you to get where you are today or what continues to inspire you? In terms of like, I guess being like an entertainer or like a, a performer or someone that enjoys being in the arts. I think it's just something about that alone, like getting to entertain. I think there's something that's a really unique bond of the people that are watching you uh, while you're live performing. And that story that can be told either through a live performance or, you know, as we are big fans of the uh, screen medium, you know, between TV, film, video games. Uh, I think something about that, just like wanting to, really connect with an audience member and make that unique experience that they won't have again kind of thing. I think it's funny because we, you know, birds of feather flock together. I'd say with my current, you know, last several years of my career and what I do, I think what inspires me is it was partly entertaining people, but I think it's more so now underlying drive to better others and inspire them to my inspiration is to help inspire others to get to the plateau or get to their their next level um, whether that's just um, making someone's day with a compliment um, helping someone achieve a, a new milestone or get the job they're searching for or help them develop a skill it's just something about that it really like Excited helping other people. Uh, what kind of going off of that? What's the best piece of advice you've ever received or a, a piece of advice you really like? My favorite one that I heard, it was a really good quote. And they said, um, and I always go back to this one uh, quite a few times, was um, that there are two things in life easily spent, time and money. Although you can always get make more money, you can never make more time. So I remember hearing that when I was in my, in my teens and um, it just kind of stuck with me because it's true, which is, it doesn't matter. It applies to so much in your life because you could be the richest person, but then you've you've you know you can always get more money, or you could be poor. But it's the time you have on this planet, and it's the time you spend with people that you love, care about, and uh, want to get to know. So that's always really good for me. I mean, yeah, there's like I feel like there's multiple quotes that are not going through my head right now, but uh, you know, I think. There's that side that I've I've been learning a lot more about or trying to be more conscious about is, uh you know, think of what, you know, you don't know what someone else is going through kind of thing of, you know, be kind, I think is a is one that's always like, sometimes we are so easy to judge or so, especially like, uh you know, road rage or like, you know, impatient and uh, trying to be more patient, trying to think more, you know, what someone's going through. So just, you know, think count to 10 in your head. Well, I, you have been much nicer and patient with me. So I do appreciate that. It must be working. 
Next question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is always a fun one. Um, yeah. What is? No, it's not. Uh, no, what is your nerd scale on one to ten? Uh, one being, eh, and number ten. Oh my God, nerd alert! You know, after hearing a lot of our guests kind of answer this question, I, I, I'm not gonna say that I'm a ten because I know there's plenty of things that I, I haven't really dabbled in. Like, I always get, I always laugh when someone's like, "You've never watched Doctor Who," and I'm like, "There's a lot of nerdy things that I would say I've never been into, but of what I do love and what I'm into, and especially my knowledge of, uh, you know, trivia and all of, of movies, TV shows, I'm probably gonna sit somewhere like a." a you know, eight to nine, I would imagine I'm pretty up there. Yeah, I would say I would. Yeah, I would say I'm about an 8.5 or eight to nine just because I I get nerding out about stuff. I feel like between the two of us, I go in further. Like as soon as I see a movie, I read all the stuff. What does that mean? You know, I like to I like to investigate and find the why. And because I always want to know the, what's what's the why. Oh, yeah. So, mm. But yeah, I definitely. We're, we're definitely uh, up there for sure. We're definitely yeah. <laughs> Top nerds. Uh, what is a guilty pleasure of yours? Whew, this is tough. I mean, I have a lot of guilty pleasures. Um, I would say one of my favorites uh, has got to be, uh, I would say, certain movie candies. Um, I think I, I'm, I don't eat a lot of sweets, um, but when I do, uh, they're chocolate. Uh, so like certain degrees of chocolate, um, any combination, if there's coconut, uh, involved so coconut um, and I you know I know we're talking about Seinfeld but I love Junior Mints and Bunch of Crunch those are like uh, and Goobers I love I love nuts and uh, chocolate <laughs> uh, definitely for me it's uh, it's iced coffee of uh, yeah. coffee my, when I define that I mean I go when I'm going to like Starbucks or coffee bean or a place to get coffee I've been a lot better about that uh, the last few months I I do try to make coffee at home a, a lot more but. That's always been like a guilty pleasure of uh, how much I, I I get that kind of stuff. Um, need to stop. Got things to pay. For. Well, and the last question is always fun. We know we know each other too well, but uh, give us give us your best impression. Best impression. See, I don't know which one's my best, but uh, just one I've uh, I've been loving to do lately. Uh, it's because it keeps popping up, and uh, we just saw him in a movie, and uh, he's iconic. So. Uh, uh, uh yes yes uh uh potential potential podcast wow uh fascinating uh you guys uh talking talking nerdy wow uh taylor so cool so called uh <laughs> yes that's a that's a good that's a good goal bloom i can't I, i'm still working on it you know you gotta do come on i know but it's i was gonna you actually haven't done them in a while, so you this might is as true. Well. I, I think this, yeah, this is a go-to. Uh, I, I was trying to cut back. Um, <laughs> people are people are getting annoyed. Um, uh, you know, it's crazy. It's Christopher Walken here. Gotta give you my voice and then tell you who I'm doing. Um, strike reverse that. I'm on this podcast. It's crazy. I've been doing this for so many years. I've lost track, and. I like to dust off this voice because Chris, big C, you're tall and slim. Maybe not anymore because COVID got you dirty. And your, your cat dad, I see the felines walking around. Your patience is wearing thin. <laughs> well, you know, her name, it's Bitsy. Yes, you, you, you definitely have a really good, I, I love you. You know, I love 
head cock. Well, actually, you know, it's funny. We just uh, we we've started finally watching Severance, and uh, Mr. Walken has appeared in episode two. Uh, so it's just fun to see Christopher Walken is in that show. It's a great. I, know, cast, I, need, by the way. I need to check that out because I know that was recommended to us. Um, and the Green Greenland of season two that they did. So, um, but anyway, that was fun. I'm so glad we could answer those questions. I think a lot of those we could. Uh, we can answer differently depending on the day, depending on our mood. Well, but, well maybe uh, our next season of one, the fall, we'll just see if we get different answers and we'll compare and contrast. But uh, thanks for listening today, folks. Uh, we hope you're having a fun and safe summer out there. It's still uh, quite some time. You know, we're about to be uh, getting into this last month here of August, uh, but it's a good month. It's my birthday month. So uh, looking forward to all the fun. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening today to our special summer fun episode. Exactly. Put on that sunscreen, get the bathing suit out, and get ready to relax. We're going as hiking adventures. Until next time, we'll see you later. Time for a summer sizzle. That's bacon. Yeah, and peach bread. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast, or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.